what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they are designed to put gas in your car. What do you think of that? The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think in regards to the media and the government. They're designed to put gas in your stomach. Uh-huh. See? See how that works? Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Because the Lord has not yet returned. That's why. Also, uh, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. The David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. That's the key. Apparently. Apparently. Good night. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen. We don't care. For the next three minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. This kind of question. What are we expecting this week? And is God in this picture? Hmm, That's an interesting question. If you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, don't let it die of loneliness. Just reach out to us. Give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. 0770. When you call, oh boy, 972 445 you'll end up talking to Dynamite D. Hello, lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to kid a Dynamite. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like the feeling you get when you give and you're happy about the giving. It's like you got that happy giving, cheerful giving thing going on. Like, that's a great feeling. That is a wonderful feeling. feeling. That's what it's like to talk to Dynamite D. There you go, folks. You can also text us at 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send us an email, David, at he must increase.org. I have checked it multiple times. It does work. David at he must increase.org. On top of that, we always send you to the website. A couple of things to tell you about the website. Don't forget about the ambassador program on the website, which has got its own little link at the top. It's got a little video, and you watch the video. It's okay. It's like semi entertaining. It'll get through the video to tell you what to do if you want to be a part of that. We are looking for more volunteers to be ambassadors for the show it doesn't mean you have to go up to people and take uh, some of our material and stick it in their face <laughs> it's kind of not how we do things around here it just it does mean you take it with you in your car or wherever you're going and then if the lord opens the door great and if not don't worry about it just that simple also 
On the website, it's a place to give. We're not going to make this too complex. You can give directly through the website. It also has instru instructions on how to give. If you don't want to give through the website, and the bottom line is we could use the money, and that's how it goes. Now, just no, no any other easy way to say it. Check it out. See if you can give. Be a part of it. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. What? That was it. It's like we slipped in the sound. <laughs> that's a good one, huh? Yeah, that's like pretty that. good. That's a good one right there. See? See, that gives you, that puts gas in your car. Now, if you turn on the news, that'll put gas in your stomach. You or fear that? in your heart. Yeah, or fear in your heart. Exactly. All right. So, uh, a couple things to tell you. We are going to open up with a word of prayer. So, one thing to tell you don't forget to be praying for what? The audience. Because these are your brothers and sisters. We don't try and make this overly complex. When Jesus taught the parable of the Good Samaritan, the reality check is that whoever Jesus brings into your universe, just like the parable of the Good Samaritan, that's who you should be being a neighbor to, doing your best to, doing your best to love. Well, all the people in the audience who listen, all the people who call in, who text, or whatever, that's kind of your universe in the radio realm. And we just ask you to keep praying for them. Also, don't forget about your Feb buddy, February buddy. You're supposed to be praying for people. If you've not uh, done that, there's nothing to sign up for. You listen to people. You hear what's going on in people's lives. You take that person, that family on, that situation on as something you're going to pray about for the month of February. You don't spend an hour doing it. You just spend some time committing it to the Lord. Uh, all throughout the month of February, you can do it. It's not past you. It's right in your view. The last thing we're going to do is we're going to open up with prayer for our people in our audience. Nola is doing okay. She needs prayer. She needs a touch. Lisa, who is Eric's wife, she needs a touch. We have some other people that need a touch that are a part of our family life. We always, we always want to be praying for Gary and for Ace and for Mary and for Deborah and for the different people that are connected to us that we know need a physical touch. And there's other people like Rosalind that need a touch. People need to be touched by the power of God. Let us ask and entreat him for that very thing. Father, we come before you right now. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. First and foremost, we thank our God. And Lord, we are just so privileged to be your kids. And we understand the world doesn't get it, but we do. We, we get the, how great you are. And we are asking you in your infinite wisdom and mercy that you would pour out the power of your Holy Spirit, pour out your healing power into the lives of these people that we know. We don't have the power to do what needs to be done, but you do. And we ask you to show that power, demonstrate that power, magnify that power in their lives, and let there be a testimony that comes to your glory from it. We petition you now, and we're going to keep on asking you, and we're going to keep on knocking, and we're going to keep on seeking, just as we were commanded, Lord Jesus, just by you in Matthew 7. And so we ask you for these petitions to come to pass and allow us that privilege to proclaim the testimony of grace. We pray that you bring healing into these people's lives. Father, do it by the power of your Holy Spirit. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. 
amen and amen. Okay, that's the way you get Monday rolling. No longer seems like a Monday now. That's right. All right, now here's some interesting news. This is going to catch some of you off guard, but we did not last week because last week we weren't here last week, were we? (laughs) So two weeks ago we finished on Peter, which was one of my favorite teaches. I loved 1 Peter. I loved teaching. It was a blast, okay? Just awesome, okay? Guess what we're doing today? We're starting today. Ready? First Timothy. Dun, dun, dun. That, that's our own sound effects. We pay for those. Dun, dun, dun. First Timothy, by way of introduction, this is the first of the letters written by the Apostle Paul regarded as the pastoral epistles. An epistle is not the wife of an apostle. An epistle is a letter. These are the pastoral letters, 1st and 2nd Timothy and Titus. Here is the deal, okay? Everybody has a dealios. You won't agree with certain elements taught through this letter (laughs) that I'm going to present. Uh, I had to add that in there. You're not being asked to agree with everything I say, and you're certainly not, not required to. But keep in mind, now, I'm going to tell you this now, and this is going to get a couple people's dander is going to be jumping off the top of their head or their necks or wherever. Keep in mind that any church and every church that tells you the requirements for being a bishop or an overseer are the combination of these epistles of First and Second Timothy and Titus are wrong. And the reason is simple. The letters were written to two different situations with two different backgrounds. The combination of these qualifications does not pass the smell test in regards to qualifications. Sorry, I can't help you with that. Okay? I mean, that's just how it goes. Let's go to uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the commandment of God, by the commandment of God our Savior and the Lord Jesus Christ our hope. Oftentimes, when we have the word Savior, we attach it immediately to Jesus. But you guys, we need to be bigger, broader, and wiser than that. God is our Savior. If the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are three in one and one in three, that they're, that what they are, their titlements are shared with one another. Their functionalities could be different and are sometimes different. But the reality check is the titles go for everybody. And so God is our Savior. He saves us. God saved us through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. And Jesus is our hope. And before people come up and say eschatologically it's the rapture that's the hope, it's Jesus that's our hope. Okay? It's him himself. All that he does, all that he is, all that he provides, all the deliverances and the graces and the kindnesses that he has bestowed upon us, all that God has poured upon us through Jesus Christ, that is our hope. We are right with God, and we have peace with God through Jesus Christ, and we're going to spend eternity And it's going to be so awesome that I cannot see, neither ear hear, neither enter into the hearts of men the things which God has prepared for them. We are going to a place that is so awesome, so fantastic that you come up with it and heaven will be better. By helping us, we have this picture in Revelation. 
just a limited picture of the greatness that's coming. Greatness that we cannot even comprehend. Jesus said, I'll tell you of earthly things. You don't understand those. How am I ever going to tell you about heavenly things? You're not going to get that, are you? Verse 2, to Timothy, my true son in the faith. Not his true son, as in biologically, his true son in the faith, spiritually. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from Jesus Christ our Lord. Grace. Uh, I want me some grace. <laughs> I want me more and more grace. But says to grow in grace. Mercy. I want to be able to receive mercy. I Sometimes I just push it away from me. And peace, which many of us forego, and because we don't have the peace of God, we medicate in order to get through. Here's what Paul is saying right after that. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We'll take our break here and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? I got this this morning, and uh, and it came from Alice Coleman. And I just want to say, she said it's a praise report to share. So I am assuming it's okay to share since it's a praise report to share. I kind of go with it. And I want to read it, if that's okay. And I just want you to hear how brothers and sisters petition. I mean, petition the Lord. And there's times where God says, yes. Listen to this. And she even writes it uh, beautifully, beautiful job by Alice, by the way. This uh, may seem like a minor issue, but it could have gotten much worse quickly. I'm, fo- I'm fostering Mama Cat and her four kittens until they're ready to go to their forever homes. On Tuesday, I got a bit too close to the Mama Cat, and she swatted my hand. I had a few scratches, so I cleaned them up and applied antibiotics. In just a few hours, I had a swollen hand, red with infection, and it spread beyond my wrist. My doctor had same-day appointments if needed. However, I didn't have my car since it was being repaired. The only thing left was for me to pray for healing for my hand. Isn't that amazing that sometimes get, you're in the position and the, le- the, the only thing left to do is call upon God? She writes, as I watched the infection spread over my hand, my hand began to throb. I knew I needed help. I asked God for healing over and over again. On Wednesday, it looked really bad, and I kept asking God for healing. Let me just commend Alice for push, pushing until something happens. About mid-morning on Wednesday, my hand quit throbbing. Then I noticed that the infection was no longer spreading. Later Wednesday, the infection seemed to be getting smaller. By Wednesday evening, it was definitely clearing up. By bedtime, the infection was gone away. Thursday morning, the infection was completely gone. I praise God for healing the infection. It was only by his intervention that my hand was healed. It's amazing that our great and holy father can care so much that he is willing to heal a hand infection of one of his children. I think that's a fantastic testimony. So mega props, mega props to Alice for doing that. Great job. And I hope that was okay that I shared it. And see, the point is you can pray. You can approach the Lord. And the Lord, you know what? He might say no. I like what Troy said. Sometimes God will say no. It's like that's the end of it. You're done. But sometimes he allows you to keep petitioning. And the reason he does is because the more you pursue him, the closer connected to him you become. 
and more of your genuine real faith has to emerge. See, if you just asked and God did it every time you just asked one time, it'd be like God would be like a genie. Well, God's not a genie. He's your heavenly father, needs to be pursued, wants to have a wonderful relationship with you. And so the more you pursue, the more he gets to spend time with you, which is what he wants in the first place, what he wanted with Adam and Eve. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMEN 770, the truth station here in Texas. A shout out to Don, who's visiting the station on Monday. Normally comes on Tuesdays, but he came in today on Monday. Always a blessing to talk to him. I consider him now like a brother, like a friend. Like, you know how you develop relationships over time? It'll be four years that we've been here in uh, less than two months. And so over that period of time, we've uh, drawn closer. I want you to keep praying for him. Not easy. I would never do what he does. Ever. Ever. I would never do what Don does. I'm just telling you. Because, why? Because he's responsible for all the content that comes out here. Got to make sure all the ministries are in line. <laughs> uh, better him than me. All right, anyway, <laughs> there's there are some things that I know to stay away from. That'd be one of them. All right, uh, let's do our trivia question. As you guys know, we're in First Timothy, first section. I think that was a pretty good opening section. I think that's the way to get it rolling on Monday. What do it you was, think? yep. It, that was pretty hot. All right. Uh, question number one in the New Testament. Ooh, okay. New Testament, Dave. Oh, so it's not the 39 books in the old. It's the 27 in the new. Yeah, yeah. And this would be somewhere in the Gospels. Oh, okay. So now we've narrowed it down to th four, right? Oh, okay. In the New Testament, who said the axe is already at the root of the trees? <gasps> Wowzer. Who said the axe is already at the root of the trees? Oh, my goodness. 972-445-0770. That would be the number to call. 214-210-8483. That is the number to text. David at he must increase.org. That is the email. Please do not forget to continue to pray for the people we prayed for earlier in the show, which would be Lisa and Nola and for Mary and for Ace and for Roslyn, and for all the people that need a touch, you know, and for uh, Deborah, and for all of our people that we love. Just keep praying for them. You don't have to just pray for them once. Pray for them a couple of times. I talked to God about the same issue maybe five, 6,000 times, depending on what the issue is. I don't care. He's God. He's got these big ears. He can handle it. That's what's great about God. He can handle it, right? All right. All right, trivia question. What's the trivia question? Uh, in the New Testament, who said the axe is already at the oh, the axe is already at the root of the trees? Right there, right there. In the meantime, we're going to do our DNA. Let's do that. D stands for draw closer to the Lord daily. Daily. I mean, every day. You got to spend time with the Lord. Why do you have to spend spend time every day with the Lord? I'm going to tell you why in just a second. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Luke 9, 26, Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me and my words, I'll be ashamed of you. Ooh, that's bad, right? 
That's bad. So we need to draw closer to the Lord. We need to never be ashamed of what Jesus had to say. And then A, we always we need to always be ready to serve. To serve, which means that we don't just put on the me, 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 me hat, but we put on the them, 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 them hat. How's that? Me, them. Not, or, or, or maybe we should call it instead of me, 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 or then maybe we should call it the not, not me, not me, not me, not me. <laughs> That's our DNA. Once more on the triv, then we'll get into the text. It's very important to understand what's going on. You'll understand as we get into the depth of this in the New Testament who said the axe is already at the root of the trees. Somebody said that somewhere in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John in one of the Gospels. So we are in 1 Timothy. As I have told you, you are not required to agree with everything I teach on this, but I am pretty firm on some of this stuff. You don't have to agree with me. You just, uh, you know, there's a sense of respect and honor towards one another. I'm very, very firm about the qualification process. Churches that use Titus and 1 Timothy as a combo for qualifications for their ministers are not considering the context. The context is they were two different situations, two different scenarios going, so combining them is nowhere in the framework of Scripture, just so you can know. Now we're going to get into some of this super important and super irritating, and I'm going to try not to fall off the bridge while I tell you this. This is verse 3. As I urge you when I went into Macedonia, remain in Ephesus that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables or endless genealogies which causes disputes rather than godly edification which is in faith. Paul is very kindly saying anybody who says, well, I'm of this breed or I'm of this group, I'm of this uh, lineage, is just not getting the gospel. In Jesus Christ, if we all die at the cross of Jesus Christ with Jesus Christ, you do not walk around with this proud attitude of where you came from in the context that you do not use that as your badge of honor. Your badge of honor is your life surrendered to Jesus. You want to be a successful Christian? Be an obedient Christian, not a uh, look at me, look at where I come from kind of Christian. That's just absurdity. And what he says in the beginning is one of the most important things. He says, I urge you, when I went to Macedonia, remain in Ephesus, that you may charge them that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables. What kind of fables are you talking about, Dave? I'm talking about the pastor in the Carolinas. I think it's South Carolina, but it might be North Carolina, but I think it's South Carolina, who literally out of his mouth said, salvation is by faith. And by social justice. That is so far away from doctrine, it's not funny. It's just so, such a lie, it's incredible. That's a false teacher. How false? He said in the same sermon, if you don't pay tithes to this church, you're a racist. It's like, what a, wow, what a gig that guy's got, right? he just go around saying, if you don't pay tithes to my church, you're a racist. You support all the bad things. I'm going to tell you right now, you pay tithes to that church, 
you are not giving your money to the kingdom of God, but to the kingdom of men. I don't care what kind of deduction you get. And so he says, look, he says, don't don't talk to me about these endless genius, these fables, these weird things. You know, it's where you come from matters, but you were born of God, not the will of men. So your human background is not relevant like your divinity background. Do you understand? This is where Prince Albert needs to be in the can kind of mentality. And then the scripture says, love, listen to this. Listen to what he says. He says, Rather than godly edification, which is for faith. Now, the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart and a good conscience. And from sincere faith, for which some having strayed have turned aside to idle talk. These are people, love is supposed to be from a pure heart. It's supposed to be real, not fake. It's not fake Christian love, okay? It's a, a sincere faith. Nothing, you're not, you don't go through the motions. There are no motions. I mean, we do things that are repetitive, but look, our faith better be genuine, sincere, and real unto Jesus. That's the goal that Paul spells out. And how do we know if people have ventured off the path? Because what they say is idle or worthless. There's no life attached to it. God is a God of life. His teachers need to be teachers of life. If they're not teaching life, there's a problem. If God is the God of life and he's got people speaking for him and they are speaking things that are not life, even if it's repentance to life, if they're not speaking things, that are, then there's a problem. There's a big problem. And, and so Paul starts off this letter. Doesn't he give it to me? There's no room in this first three or four verses. Like, don't, no, you stay strong in doctrine. You stay, which, which, you stay with what's right. When somebody comes along and says, if you don't pay tithes to my church, you're a racist, that person is sick in the head and knows nothing of Jesus. It's a lie. You think, what are you talking about? Hey, 2 Corinthians 11.4, if somebody comes and preaches another Jesus. Galatians chapter 1 talks about another gospel. Well, a gospel that's based on salvation, uh, it's uh, salvation by faith and by social justice, is another gospel. It's not the gospel of Jesus Christ, okay? All right. In the New Testament, who said the axe is already at the root of the trees? And that would be our good friend, Johnny B. Johnny the Baptist is the one who said that. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cowpunch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy. The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's cowpunchsites.com slash dad. That's me. Oh, did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month and 
That's no bull. Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station. Oops, sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no baloney. There, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, if anybody gets offended at this, I apologize that you have no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, like that? That's a good line. <laughs> bam, bam. All right, uh, here's the first one. A pastor was leaving his area and was saying farewell to his congregation at the church door for the last time. He shook the hand of an elderly lady as she walked out. She said, your successor won't be as good as you. Well, nonsense, said the pastor in a flattered tone. No, really, said the old lady. I've been here under five different ministers, and each new one has been worse than the last. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! But this one, this is the one that's going to offend people, which is irony, right? Because that's more offensive than this is, and this is just too... F- and if you guys get offended at this, I, you know, take a, take a week off the show. Uh, It seems there was a minister who had just all of his remaining teeth pulled and new dentures were being made. The first Sunday, he only preached 10 minutes. The second Sunday, he preached 20 minutes. But the third Sunday, he preached an hour and 25 minutes. When asked about this by some of the congregation, he responded this way. The first Sunday, my gums were so sore it hurt to talk. The second Sunday, my dentures were hurting a lot. The third Sunday, I accidentally grabbed my wife's dentures, and I couldn't stop talking. (laughs) 770 KAAM, Garland, Dallas, Fort Worth.